Welcome to the Whistle Weight Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty in San Diego. And I am Brian Kochi, Director of Media here at Whistle Realty Group in San Diego. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go and crush it in your business. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. Rather than us guessing at what you want to hear about, we just listen to what you want to hear about. If you have a topic you want to hear about, you can hit us up on thewhistleway.com. Uh, suggest your topics on there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel and podcast, join the referral network, email newsletter, and private Facebook group, and get dialed in with our video content creation course called the Media Mayor Mastermind. We'll teach you everything we've learned uh, from A to Z about creating killer video content in your real estate business. Go to thewhistleway.com. If you enjoyed the show today, hook us up with a review for listening on a podcast platform. And if you are watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button, let YouTube know you enjoyed the show. Also, if you want to get notified when we release future episodes of the show, you can always hit that subscribe button and the little notification bell. And lastly, if you got questions, uh, want some clarification on anything, you can always uh, write a comment on there and we'll make sure to respond back to you. So here we go, Brian. This is going to be a fun one today. So this topic came up. Uh, typically, when we look at topics, we look at what people are asking here or sending us the email or uh, posting on Facebook. We're looking at YouTube videos. We're seeing what is... Uh, important to real estate agents. And then this topic has been kind of floating around my head for a little bit. Um, and I don't know why, but it just kind of kicked in. And then when we were at John Chaplak's house in Vegas a couple weeks ago, uh, Kyle, you kind of talked about this. And this is something we've been talking about in the media team as well. And uh, I think it's important that we talk about a subject that's not often talked about. It has a, a stereotype to it. It has a stigma. Stigma, thank you. Thank you. Right stigma. Um, and, and that's the, the topic of mental health. And I think, well, uh, hear his voice even cracked when he said, dude, that. I know, I, I don't know. I don't know why it's, uh, I'm feeling it today, but, um, I kind of want you to Kyle, I don't know, again, I don't know where we're going to go with this, but I think it's important that, uh, we as content creators in this, in any space really kind of talk about, uh, the real struggles of mental health and, and that people that are going through them aren't alone. For sure. Yeah. So again, we're going to go a little deep today. Um, and just everything we say is an opinion. Just understand that. Um, it, it's all 100% an opinion and uh, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, you can judge me or Brian for our opinions. Um, I'm not going to judge you for your opinion. So just, just keep that lens on um, as you're listening to or watching the podcast today. So where this conversation stemmed from, the, I think the reason Brian wanted to bring it up, we were doing our uh, video marketing playbook event with John Black in Las Vegas. We were talking a lot about shooting one-to-one videos. Um, I'm a huge fan of shooting these one-to-one videos when it's somebody's birthday. Shoot them a video and wish them a happy birthday. Don't just send them a text or comment on their wall. Um, when somebody has a big accomplishment in life, like shoot them a video. Don't just comment or post on their wall. Um, but then we talked about well, what about when somebody posts something that you know is not normal for them, right? It's, it's something that's negative um, or it's something that just feels a little bit off. And what do we normally do? Like, hey, I'm here for you, bro. If you need me, I got you. Like, that's what we do a lot of time. But if you've ever lost somebody before, like, there's a this period of grief that most people go through afterwards where you start reflecting back, right? You're trying to like, right? And when you say lost somebody, I'm talking suicide. 
Um, if you have somebody who's committed suicide in your life before, like one of the things that you always do is you start going back, like you look through your text messages, you go back through their social media profiles. You're like, ah, fuck, how did I miss this? Like she said this and I, I should have fucking done something. Like everybody goes through that. Like if you, again, if you haven't been through it, God willing, you never have to go through it. But if you have, you've probably been through this state where you go back through things and you see that like, damn it, like the warning signs were there. Like, why didn't I fucking do something? Why didn't I say something? Why didn't I catch this? Like, what's wrong with me? And so what I want to challenge you to do, if nothing else from this episode today, is the next time you see that, anything, just if something doesn't feel right, somebody says something in conversation, on social, in a text message, right, a phone call, like, you just, something's not right. Like, I want to challenge you to do more. I want to challenge you to do more. So what we talked about in the course was to shoot a video to somebody and just shoot something saying, uh, we'll, just, we'll just go with John Doe. We'll keep it very, uh, <laughs> very simple here. So I don't think we're talking about anybody specifically. Like, hey, John, man, I saw your post on Facebook. Man. It, it sounds like you're a little bit down today, man. I just wanted to to really shoot you a video. I want to let you know I'm here for you, man. Like whatever it is that you're going through, I fucking love you and I'm here for you. If you need a, a shoulder to cry on, if you need someone to, to vent to, if you need to grab a beer, you need to smoke a bowl, you want to get out and go for a hike and just sweat it out. Like I just want to let you know I'm here for you, man, and I love you and, and a lot of people love you, man. So if you need anything, I'm right here. Call me, text me, DM me. Like I got you. Like, think about the impact that that video could have. Because what do we all do is, like, sometimes we hit a sad face when somebody posts something sad. Like, that's it. Like, fucking sad reaction. Maybe we're, like, you send something very short, an abbreviated version of what I just said, like, in a, you know, comment or in a text message or something. But, like, what if you actually, like, grabbed the phone and, like, showed some real emotion? Like... When Brian's dad passed, like, I picked up the phone and I shot him a video and I cried. Like, but it was real, it was raw. And you can't do that in text. You just can't. But when you could pick up the phone and you could like let some emotion out, right? Like, I'm emotional right now. You can't do that typing. You can't do that on a keyboard. Like, it doesn't exist. But when you pick up the phone and like show somebody, like, people need to see that shit. Because if they don't see it, they don't feel it. And when somebody feels it, they feel that you care about them. They feel that you truly love them. They feel that you're there for them. That's how you have that impact. Yeah, and I I kind of, um, yeah, you brought it up. My dad passed last year. And um, one of the things that I'm realizing as well is, is and he had, he had brain cancer is what it was, um, but also... Not only are, is there people that are hurting, but also people around them. So um, keep in mind those people as well. Maybe you're one of those people that that that's this, something like this has happened to. But an example, like one of the things I try and do whenever I drive is if I think of someone on my drives, I try and call them. Just I don't know if it's a higher being. I don't know if it's my subconscious. I don't know what it is. But if I go, you know, I haven't talked to that person in a while my gut reaction whenever I do that is I try to make a phone call to him. Um, and uh, one of the, and I think this is why I've been kicking around in my head for a while is 
after my dad passed, my mom didn't have anyone there to kind of, <laughs> as silly as it is, I, but I thought about it. It's like, she doesn't have anyone to, to debrief at the end of the day of like, hey, this silly thing happened when I was in line at the grocery store or it's I had a simple, bad day. How was your day? Yeah. So literally I call my mom on the way home from work every day and go, hey, she goes, hey, what's up? I go, nothing. She goes, and this is every call. Okay. So, and then she just debriefs for, with me for 20 minutes. Um, and I think that's important. I think a lot of people forget about that. Um, so I think that's one way you can help people is just shooting a video or even, again, making a phone call, just talking to people. Uh, in real estate, we're in this in this realm, you more, more so than I am, of these super highs and these super lows. You get a big listing and it's great. You lose a couple agents and it sucks. You close a big deal, it's amazing. You have a deal and maybe it closed, but it was fucking horrible. You have these huge emotional swings and in most of real estate it's it's pretty if not very competitive so you have these colleagues but they're also your direct competition a lot of times and so i think it's important to be cognizant of how you're going and how you're feeling but also how other people around you are feeling and making sure that if you win win graciously and not rub it in people's face just because of things they may be going through um talk a little bit about the uh <clears throat> the memes going on with some of the yeah people. so if you've followed football this year antonio brown um who's been through a lot in his football career he's had a lot of, of ups and downs and literally in the middle of a game he had this outburst where he just took his jersey off he took his shirt off and just literally walked off the field like in the middle of the game which i have watched football for 40 years i've never seen somebody do something like that like he clearly had a breakdown, right? Like, now, was it an argument? Whatever. Like, he broke down, right? Like, That's not sports, a normal reaction. In sports, you get in arguments with your coach, with your teammates. Like, there was another game recently. Like, players punched each other in the game, like, on the side. Like, that happens. Like, that's sports, right? Emotions are high. You get frustrated. But to have him, like, have that kind of an outburst and walk off the field, and then, then people start, like, turning it into a meme and stuff. And then, like... I get it, right? We're all trying to be funny and stuff, but like that dude clearly had some level of a mental breakdown. And like we're we're poking fun at it, we're making it into like a big joke and stuff. Like I was like, man, I know some people or like some of my friends were posting it too. I was like, hey, I'm shooting them a message on the sideline, sidelining them like, hey, I get it. I know your goal is to be funny. You're probably not thinking about it this way, but like you're literally making fun of somebody who had a mental breakdown on national television, like. I'm not sure that's a good look that you want to put out there publicly. Like, I don't think that's smart. You do what you want with that post, but just, just think about it. Now, he posted it himself yesterday, so <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Um, I guess he just was like, well, everybody else is posting it. I'm going to roll with it. I, I don't know what to make of that. Maybe but, he bought the NFT. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he's going to sell that as an NFT or something. Um but yeah, I think, you know, think about stuff like that. You might not have thought about it when you posted, like some of you that are watching or listening right now, like you are, you're going to go back and be like, oh shit, I didn't think about that when I, I posted that meme. Just be cautious of some of these things. Like don't make light of somebody's mental breakdown. Even if it's not somebody you know, like I just don't think it's a good look personally. We've, we've done this as a society for as long as I've been around from Britney Spears shaving her head to Charlie Sheen to... Miley, I mean, insert any child star here, yeah. minus Justin Timberlake. I think he's been the only one that's come through unscathed. 
uh, Macaulay Culkin, like literally everyone, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just, and again, it, again, one, it's not a good look, but two, I think it it villainizes or it, it pokes fun at mental health, which I, which I think all of us have some sort of, of battle with, whether it's small or large. Um, and it may not be to the point of self-harm, but it, it's all our insecurities and that sort of stuff. And making yourself more available and not posting things like that um, can really make you uh, more of a sounding board to those people that need help. For sure. And I think the reason we wanted to talk about this in this forum is that we're in an industry that can completely consume your freaking life. I mean, I know realtors who admittedly work 70, 80 hours a week. Like, that's rough. I, I don't want anybody to work that kind of hours. Like, that burns you the hell out. And when you burn out, like, you can have very weak moments. Like, that can really have a huge impact on you. And it's, it's hard to stay positive. Um, so I watch people do that and then it has an effect on their family because they're not around their family and then they go into depression and, and anxiety and all these things and that could be, that could be really rough and, and then the other thing we run into in this industry is financially is highs and lows right I mean you can have a month where you sell five homes and you make a hundred thousand dollars and you're on top of the world and life's amazing and then you don't sell anything for six months Die that can be really freaking hard to deal with, especially if you come from an industry where like, it wasn't like that, right? You, you got a steady paycheck and now you have this volatility in income and you're not prepared for that. And that, that could cause a huge uh, emotional strain. If you think about, you know, one of the number one reasons, or I think it's the number one reason for divorce, it always is around finance. Yeah. Like most divorces happen over financial reasons, um, you know? And so maybe you're the, the breadwinner for your family and, and you're crushing it and now you're, not able to put food on the table for your family and it's leading to divorce and 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 that causes depression and, and other things like that's that's rough you know to deal with that and so i feel like we have a lot of factors in our industry and, and every industry has them um but especially in our industry and i can just talk about it more because i'm i've lived this life for 15 plus years now like there's a lot of stress there's a lot of pressure and, and the clients put their pressure on us right i've talked before if you want to be a realtor, you should probably major in psychology in college. Like if, if there's a degree to have to be a good realtor, it's a psychology degree. Honestly, like that's the degree you want to have because our job is part being a psychologist to our clients. And, and a marketing degree. Marketing's going to help. <laughs> I mean, really major in psychology and minor in marketing like or, or double major, like having a, a psychology degree because i mean you're dealing you know the the amount of emotion that your clients are experiencing and they put that emotion on you i mean we just had a client we've done over three thousand i think we're coming up on four thousand transactions now this was the worst client i've ever encountered in my entire life i've never met a bigger piece of shit than this guy um and i'll just i'll give you the most extreme version of it was he was so frustrated with, that he decided to find who the listing agent was. And this we was were like, representing a buyer. This was like three days into the transaction. This was immediate, yeah, very quickly into it. This guy just out of his mind goes and finds the listing agent and just tees off on her and starts dropping C-bombs on her. It's like, you've never met her anything. Like, he's, he told our agent, like, once this transaction closes, I couldn't care less if you die tomorrow. Like, 
just saying absolutely horrible, horrible things. Um, I mean, and we deal with that. Now, this is an extreme case, but we, we have pressure put on us by our clients that's it's intense, right? They're stressed when they're buying, they're selling, and a lot of times they offload that stress on us. And right, that's where that psychology degree, I think, is honestly not a horrible idea. Um, you know, so all these factors, the hours, the money, the stresses of our job, like I watch a lot of realtors, you know, go through things and, and go through bouts with anxiety, depression, and, and a variety of other things. And I think the other thing, one thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately is um, kind of how we view ourselves and, and, and our self-identity. Um, you know, are we, do we see ourselves as a parent or as a spouse or as a, like, what do we see ourselves as? And the more and more I think about it, the more and more I think most people see themselves, regardless what they put on their Instagram profile, is who they are is what their job is first. And so having struggles in jobs, um, whether it be you as a realtor or someone you see, some of your friends who's, you know, I don't care what they do as a job, you know, they, they work marketing at Qualcomm, whatever. Um, they probably, I think a lot of us see ourselves as what we do in our job and, and the struggles with our job. I think realtors have more visible, more ups and downs than the marketing guy at Qualcomm. <clears throat> I can't say that word right now. Qualcomm. Jeez. Say Snapdragon. Snapdragon. There, there we go. go. Um, <laughs> so, um, but I, I think it's important, and I think we need to be cognizant of it. And I think one of the things that I would like for those that are listening, for you that's listening, is if you they, – they have a saying at the airport, if you see something, say something, right? And so if you feel something, reach out to someone, right? If you, if you feel someone's a little off or you haven't – just even if you haven't talked to them in a while, reach out, give them a call, just kind of shoot the shit to see what's up. Um, I think – I think that could, and I don't want to be dramatic about it, and I think this is absolutely true, but I don't want to be dramatic and say, call someone, you can save a life, and, and I think it's true, but maybe it's not even that extreme. It's, you can, you can make someone's day better. You can, you can turn, you can let someone vent to you about their shitty day, and then they go home and they're a better father or mother or parent that night. Um, and I think uh, just kind of connecting with people in a real way uh, seeing people doing video chats or phone calls with people can really help their mental health and your mental health and really help in, in difficult times. For sure. And so what I want to kind of say here as we, we wrap on the topic is, you know, if you're, if you're tuned into this today um, and you're experiencing any of this, it's okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to see a psychologist it's okay to see a psychiatrist like it's okay to ask for help it's okay to reach out um it's okay to be human right like social media puts this pressure on us that like we have to be fucking perfect like social media has fucked so many people's brains up by putting this image out that like we need to be perfect all the time you don't need to be perfect i real quick i want to add to that uh, this is one of my favorite phrases is we compare our behind the scenes to, to social media's highlight reel. You're not posting the, the shitty things that happen every day, right? And so most people put their, their the, the top things, the best things, the most fun, their, their vacations and that sort of stuff. And we're comparing our credit card bill that's due this month to their vacation in Bora Bora. 
And so it's, it's not a fair comparison. And even knowing that, even saying that, it's still hard to be like, oh, shit, they got a better car than me. Right? Because we're, we're comparing. You know, that son of a bitch scenes. can't even afford that car and is, you know, stressed themselves because yeah. how am I going to make this $2,000 a month car payment I committed to? Yeah. So, yeah, if, if you are struggling, if you're tuned in, if you need help, reach out. Reach out to a friend. Reach out to a family member. Reach out to a professional. Reach out to us. Shit, like, I'll help you. Um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to open up, to admit you're human. Like, it's tough. Um, so that's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What a great episode. That was uplifting. But I think it was important. I think it's, a, I think it's something that... It's a conversation that starts and, and and shouldn't be stopped. I think if you manage a team or work with people and, and having conversations about it makes things easier to talk through with people. Um, I asked Tom before we started recording if I could share uh, a, a, a resource that he's just started using, and it's betterhelp.com. Is that what it is, Tom? Yeah. Um, and it's online therapy over Zoom I'm not their spokesperson. I don't know it, um, but I know there's been difficulty finding therapists through uh, insurance. and It's a lot of confusing bullshit, but BetterHelp.com, I heard them on uh, Dax Shepard's podcast, so they're probably pretty decent. Uh, and I know Tom just started it, so I think uh, uh, that could be a resource just to kind of look into. Cool. Well, if you uh, enjoyed this today, <laughs> which is a uh, – again, this is a topic most people won't talk about, but we wanted to uh, – just you know, open up and, and talk about something that should get talked about a lot more. Um, so if you enjoyed it today, uh, write us a comment. If you are listening on a podcast platform, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. Write us a comment. Um, hit the subscribe button, the little notification bell, so you can get notified of some future episodes of the show. Um, and if you want to get tuned in, uh, subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel, go to thewhistleway.com. You can subscribe to those. Join our referral network, our private Facebook group, and our email newsletter. And you can get dialed in with our video content creation course called the Media Mayor Mastermind. All that is at thewhistleway.com. Before we wrap, want to dive into our whistle widget of the week. This is something we utilize in our business. It saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got, Brian? Mine is, as we're, like I said in our last episode, we're working on revamping our presentation of our weekly meetings or weekly team meetings. And one of the things that we want to do as we grow bigger and bigger and bigger is create a better experience for those via Zoom, via uh, satellite offices. Um, and, and how do we make that a better experience as opposed to just doing it on Zoom and having your, you know, your webcam and you walk away and no one can hear you? Uh, one of the things we're working on using to create a kind of virtual studio is this uh, program. It's a free program. I believe it works for Mac. I know it works for PC. I think it works for both. But it's called OBS Studio. Oscar, Brownie, Susie. Oh, that's sure. that's some. I don't know what's S. Sierra. Uh, Bravo. Oscar. Bravo. Sierra. Whatever. I don't know that speak. Um, but OBS Studio. Um, what's cool is you can bring in different audio inputs, different video inputs, different screen captures, and you can make a lot more engaging video um, by creating all sorts of stuff. So we're utilizing it. It's a free program. I was really worried that we weren't going to be able to run it on my older laptop, but we were able to put in multiple webcams, do um, 
they have something called a virtual camera. So we're actually able to use that as our camera when we're, we're going on Zoom. So lots of really cool things with that. It's free. Um, a little bit of a learning curve, but uh, not too difficult. OBS Studio. Cool. Um, I wanted to do one that ties into the topic today. Um, so this is something I learned through the Ferry family. Tom Ferry talks about this. I think his brother, Matthew Ferry, is one of the people who'd come up with this, or he might have copied it from somebody else who knows. We all copy each other. Um, but it's it's doing your 1010s or 101010s, however you want to call it, um, where something that we don't do enough is give ourselves credit for what we do, hyphen, do. Um, I always make fun of people who say do-do. But as long as you put a hyphen in the middle, it's okay. Yeah, if um, you say do hyphen do, do then, then it's not weird at all. <laughs> it's not weird. Uh, we still give ourselves enough credit for that stuff. So um, what you do with these 10-10-10s is you write down 10 things that you're grateful for, um, which I think is something that we don't do enough, right? Because it's easy. It's easier to dwell on the negative than the positive. So at the end of every day, you write 10 things you're grateful for. You also write 10 goals that you have for yourself. I find goals are... Um, something that, that really help keep me motivated. And, and then there's also a really good feeling when you accomplish those goals as well. And then the last thing is just to take 10 deep breaths. Just write these, these 10 things down and then write the next 10 down. And then just reflect and take 10 deep breaths and just really reflect on you know all of the goals that you've accomplished. Ref reflect on all of the things that you have to be grateful for. And that can really have a huge impact on your mind and your mind is one of the most valuable things you have in this entire world and so take care of your mind can i can i share now i feel like i've fucked up my <laughs> mind <laughs> i want to share a few things that we've started recently that made me think of some things uh one thing is uh every and i've always kind of it's never really worked for me and i probably haven't given it credit but is um affirmations and gratitudes it feels silly to me um, but it, every day when I drop off my five-year-old at school, we do her, her what, three things she's grateful for, for and affirmations. And that's something pretty quick. It's easy. Um, we do it again every day. Um, and so that's helped me as well. It's not, it's not super structured. It's pretty light. Um, and then also before bed every night, my wife and I talk about what was our, our favorite, or the, our favorite moment of the day. And so, again, another little way to kind of look back on the day. Um, I really liked what you're talking about, the 10, 10, 10, and having it written down and doing it as a single thing. Um, these are a few, those are a few things that I do uh, with my family to kind of talk about things together, which I think are easy to implement and, uh, and really kind of help when focus on the positive. Cool. All right. Well, let's wrap this up again. If you need help, don't be afraid to ask for it. Don't be afraid to admit you're human. Don't be afraid to admit your faults, that you made mistakes. It's okay. Ask for help. With that said, I'm Kyle Whistle, EXP Realty. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Whistle Way Podcast. And we will see you next week.